0: Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Devin.
1: And this is Biker Mike, and we are the Blue Collar Philosophers Podcast.
0: Yeah, and we're doing something a little different today.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. We are. Something we've never done. Never had to do. Never had to do. Yeah, we kind of said screw it to most of them. Uh, We are doing a
0: tribute episode.
1: A tribute. Uh, We wanted to do this sooner. Heck, we even wanted to have a guest. This
0: is not the greatest podcast in the world, but this is a tribute. (laughs) So I had, to throw a, I had to throw in a Tenacious D reference. Oh,
1: uh, that's good. And uh, if you guys do not know who Tenacious D is, we have some horrible news for you. Uh, they're still alive and kicking. still alive and kicking. <laughs> Unlike the person we're doing the tribute to. Who's most certainly dead. Mm, definitely dead. Whom we love. All Even right. though we've never, I mean, is it really love? I don't know, I, I admire I think admiration is admiration. Is a good word. I, I I'm pretty sure if I knew the feller personally, uh, I would. Uh, except for the whole vegan thing. Is a vegan or vegetarian?
0: I honestly don't know. I wonder if that changed over time. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe he was a giant dick. I don't know. Yeah, but I know he might have been a throbbing as, Richard. <laughs> as a as a as an artist and person, I admired him.
1: Yes, uh, lyrically, musically, uh, everything Lee. Uh, We are speaking of an individual.
0: So, to kill the suspense, his name is Ted Kirkpatrick. Kirk Pratt. Kirk Kirk pra- Patrick. Kirkpatrick. Yes. Or Kirkpatrick. He <laughs> admired him so much.
1: So much. We don't even <laughs> <You can't... laughs> know. Hey, you guys know my rule for last names. If you have a stupid last name, I'm never apologizing. And now that he's dead, I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, and I know what
0: you're thinking. You're thinking, Ted Kirkpatrick's dead. Oh no! <laughs> Sorry, no. You're <laughs> thinking who? Who
1: the fuck is Ted Kirkpatrick?
0: <laughs> yes, so he was the drummer and the the main guy behind one of Mike and I's favorite bands over time, Tourniquet.
1: Tourniquet. Yes, the band that you said was horrible live on our last episode that we were <laughs> just released today.
0: And I, I listened to some of their live stuff. I was like, oh yeah. Stand no, by your statement. <laughs> stand by. Stand by it. They yeah. did a live in studio album. That's fantastic. Okay. But I mean live in studio, right? You're controlling all the elements and Yeah. I mean <clears throat> I mean and, and let's be fair. Most bands that do live albums, they doctor the shit out of them.
1: Oh yeah. They, they they have they come, they've got, they have their come through that. They're like, We are very good at yeah, editing our spot. They've shit got on
0: professional people recording it in the best possible way. All that stuff, and they still bring in the bands afterwards to like, ah, can you punch in a lick here (laughs) that that didn't quite catch her, or you need to fix that vocal because you were way off key here. So we're gonna, you know, sing it again, and we'll make it sound like it fits.
1: (laughs) Or they they do like a a hundred shows, and they like they use the best three. Uh, and they'll they'll splice them in a way that Tourniquet never had the budget for that kind of shit. No, they never did. They were like, you get exactly what we're giving you. Yeah,
0: because like they and they never had a live album or anything like that. But a lot of their recent re-releases of their old albums have come with bonus songs from like demos and live tracks and all those live tracks. You can definitely tell somebody either had just plugged straight into the into the into <laughs> the board or they were recording it on a microphone from back in the sound stage and oh, yeah. what you hear is exactly what everybody in the
1: audience hears. Yeah. And uh, <clears> yeah. <throat> and for what it is, like if you want to be there without being there, that's what that's yeah. a good way to do it. But
0: like it it, it it illuminates something though. Yeah. About live shows. The sound sucks. No matter how good the you think oh, it yeah. is. If you were just to listen to it in the clear Light a day, yes. <laughs> Just in your headphones. No, and um, no, no ambience, crowd. No crowd. No thumping bass. You'd be like, "Oh, I was expecting better." And I don't yeah. care who, what, freaking band you're oh, yeah. talking about. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. there is something that is added in the presence of being in the live setting.
1: Yes, there there is a element that you cannot mimic.
0: Yeah. And then when you remember it, you remember the band being like, I remember them being on fire. I remember yeah. them being
1: awesome. Every note was perfect. It was the best show. It's like the and CD, that's, but
0: better. And it's funny because that's how you interpret it in the moment. Like in the moment, you're hearing everything live. You're mixing it with your memories of the CD. You're having fun with your buddies, moshing around oh, or headbanging. The
1: smell, the, the, the feelings, the, yeah, the, the, thumping the thumping between thumping, people. Like,
0: there is nothing like that thump. Of the bass and the crunching of the guitars, yeah, just transmit it over like an audience from the speakers, like that. The size of it and everything like that. It oh, is the so,
1: and the spirit of the moment, right? Like yeah. this, like everyone is in tune. They're all in the same. Right. You don't care. Like it's a special.
0: It's a special experience. Yeah. That. Cannot be captured audio
1: wise, and and I was just I was thinking of bands that I've gone to see back in the day, and I enjoyed them uh, so much. Like I look back, I'm like, man, that was great. And I insert music from their albums into it with a little, you know, a little bit of you know I mean, life. But if, if it's a is band it as mean... good? Yeah, no. If if,
0: if you're. Uh... If it's a band that you know well enough, chances are you're screaming at the top of your lungs the lyrics as they're going oh, yeah. on too, right? So yep. like, I mean, you're hearing your voice, their voice, everybody else around you. Yeah, yeah. It is all a thing.
1: Yes. So with that being said, Tourniquet, uh, they were a band who came about in 1989, I believe it was. Yeah,
0: it was the late 80s, early 90s. I think, uh, I think their first CD dropped in 1990.
1: Yes, their first CD was 1990. And which was Stop the Bleeding. Stop the Bleeding. So good. Uh, I, when I heard of Ted's passing, he died uh, early, Mid-August. Mid-August, like early, mid-August.
0: And so, something that I only found out here uh, maybe a week or two ago. Yeah. Yeah. And been thinking about it, I'm like, oh man, I want to do an episode. I want to do an episode, you know, tribute to Tourniquet. Because like,
1: the band's done. Because we don't, we don't like... Isn't that the oddest thing? Some bands, one person dies. It's like yeah, but there's still other people in the band. It's not <laughs> like the band is done. No, it, it, the only reason that the band is done is, or they were called Tourniquets because you can call it Ted and Friends or Ted, Ted Tedniket. Tedniket. <laughs> it was Ted Krabat. And I feel bad for the guys. Could you imagine just being in that kind of presence of somebody that talented and be like, "We're here too." <laughs> it helped. <laughs> He it did, it. It did it, guys. He did it.
0: I mean, I don't want to take away. Like, everybody in that band is a tremendous musician. Yes.
1: But there was something that about Ted that really shone. Like, yeah, for a long time, I thought he was. Uh, I was like, oh, yeah, he does vocals. He writes all the music and all this stuff. And I'm like, no, he's the drummer. He did a lot of the lyrics, but he would never did a whole yeah. lot of vocals. Most
0: of the lyrics. I think he did all of them in the last half of their albums. Yeah. I think a lot of times he did the rhythm guitar or the bass. Like if somebody, if, if one of his guitarists couldn't nail the riff, he'd be yeah. like, all right, let me do it. And then he would <laughs> nail the riff and then move on.
1: <laughs> yeah. He was, oh, he was a phenomenal. And and it was one of those bands. I heard somebody say today, because I was listening to other people's uh, take on it as well, because I wanted to know if there was something I was missing. There wasn't. Uh, from the from from the uh, the view of a band that hasn't been around for a while yeah yeah he was a, a guy who he just kind of could do it all he was phenomenal and drumming like he was a band of a, he was part of a band that you could show your friends and if they were into metal, they could, they could hate the lyrics. They could hate the, um, the vocals. They could hate a lot of things, but the drums and the music, they were like, okay, I can't, you can't, you, you can't, can't, hate on that. can't knock that. You can't knock that. And they're like listening to so, the drummer. So how would you describe
0: the music? I know it changed a little bit over time, but would, overall, well, how would you describe it?
1: I would put it in the same vein as Megadeth. Yeah, with, with that same. But, but
0: at the same time, you like, you say that people are like, oh, it's a Megadeth ripoff. Like, no, it's, no. it's not. I mean, like, well, we should clarify, this is a Christian metal band. Oh yeah. So very, very much Christian from front to back, yeah. like in their career. Yep. Um, and, 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 and the, the, the lyrics while intelligent are very upfront about faith. It's not one of those, like, let's say like thousand foot crutch or skillet yeah, or something you like that where you're know, like if you didn't no you would just be like oh this is this is inoffensive benign lyrics
1: yeah they did. I was listening to 1000 for crutch a little while ago yeah and uh <laughs> i don't remember how it was going but it was one of those songs of don't you step to me don't you step to me and then it's like uh hold me back guys it's guys, like the whole guys why aren't you holding the me the hold, please next, hold me back the next line was <laughs> yeah. i wish i could fly <laughs> oh my god so, so your fight or flight is uh, you better not step to me cause I might run cause away cause I might <laughs> run away <laughs> i like, dang it I re- for crutch, why do you have to be such pussies I rethought of the song and I'm like why why did you it was like some Christian rappers I listened yeah. to back in the day like Grits <laughs> love Grits great group and they were like <laughs> they had this one thing of uh you better get ready cause if you're not well well you better get ready <laughs> cause if you're not well uh, we hadn't really thought that far <laughs> Anyways,
0: yeah. That's one, uh, that, that is one of the things I loved about tourniquet was it was always incredibly intelligent metal.
1: Oh, yeah. Like musically, musically, phenomenal.
0: lyrically, everything had levels of intelligence and layers to it. It wasn't surface level. Yeah. Which is probably why they never really made it huge. Yeah, Like even though it's super influential, at least amongst like the Christian metal, like everybody knows like these guys are the ones that laid the groundwork. Yeah. You know, uh um, they
1: were trendsetters. They, they were the But they, they never were...
0: they never made bank, <laughs> you know. No. They never they never went off to headline stuff or they never reached the levels of POD or No. Uh, you know, like all well, these they were they
1: weren't willing to suck the corporate dick, right? No. They weren't going to tame down their lyrics. They were like, "Hey, we're going to talk about uh arc of the, or uh, arc of suffering when they talk about uh, being a good steward and all this stuff. And it's like, hey, no, we're not, we're going to talk about how people are horrible to animals. And, and as much as some people are like, man, if you can steer away from that, that would really help. And Christians
0: didn't like them either because like one, their lyrics were super at times violent or graphic. Yep. Uh, they, the music was really aggressive and, uh, you know, the vocals were not They weren't pretty. They They were not
1: pretty. They were not pretty or pleasant. They were like... Oh, this is this is so odd. like
0: Christians at the time, like when when tourniquet came, tourniquet came around, like that late eighties, early nineties, like Christian metal was Striper. Oh yeah, it was Striper, be all and all. Yes, there was other Christian metal bands, but and, and they Petra were was of, like Striper light. They were light. of no note. Yeah, right. Like so, yeah. Petr, Petra Petra was older, f- way older than Striper. Yes, band. but
1: they were Striper light. But like, like that was, that was like if your dad wanted to start a metal band. I know. Like, I'm just. I'm trying to think of.
0: <laughs> Petra is to striper what. Oh, let me think here. Petra is to striper what steel steel Steve Miller band is to Motley Crue. Yeah, <laughs> like it's 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 a it's a different world. It's not yeah. metal. No, you but know,
1: but they tr- they tr- they thought of themselves that way. I, I really do think that Petra was like we're Christian too. Look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, no offense to the guys. Heck, I even met a few of them. Uh, really, really nice people.
0: <laughs> yeah. But Striper, or sorry, uh, Tourniquet, they kicked down the doors for extreme metal yep. in the Christian sphere. They were the ones that kicked down the door and kept it open Yeah, without being derivative. Like that, that's one thing that, you know, with, with most Christian bands, like, I'll just say it with most Christian bands of the nineties, you were like, oh, this is the Christian version of that band, or this is the Christian version of that band. Even even a band as mighty and fucking awesome as Living Sacrifice, when they started off, were basically a Slayer cover band. Oh, right. <laughs> Well, not not a cover band, but like, yeah. Listen to their first album; it's just simply titled "Living Sacrifice." If you ever like are like yeah, I it, it's it's like a it's like a missing Slayer album. Yeah. From nineteen eighty nine. Just yeah. except with lyrics that aren't about hailing Satan or you yeah. know, like mutilated corpses or or things like that, right? Yeah. It's but at the same time, what they were doing was being like, We want to do that, but with our lyrics.
1: Well look at what Brian Head Welch did to uh former guitarist, now guitarist again of Corn. He he became a Christian and what does he do? He goes, he, basically and makes, he makes, makes a corn album. Without corn, like yeah. it was, I I liked it, but at the same time, it wasn't corn. It was it mm-hmm. was Brian Head Welch, which is fine. Yeah,
0: which is fine. So, well, the point I guess what I'm saying here is that with Tourniquet, it wasn't derivative. Yeah, it they was, weren't trying
1: was, to be. It made was an
0: enough. it was an original sound, an original band within the sphere of that late '80s thrash, early '90s thrash. Yeah. Like they, they have elements that are kind of megadeth They have elements that are as freaking heavy. Yeah. Uh, the same, like almost a similar vocal lilt as what Slayer has. But then they have like these classical elements that slip in and interesting lyrical concepts like mixing in medical terminology and oh, like. And, yeah, uh, microscopic
1: they, view telescopic world. Yeah, that, dysfunctional
0: okay. uh, uh, psychosurgery, phantom limb
1: yeah Phantom limb was fun oh, yeah. like it's
0: it, you know, they 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 mixed in unique parts to make their own sound. Yeah. And I there's no other band I can think of as like, oh, they're copying that band. and there's no band in the secular sphere that I look at and be like, oh, they sound like tourniquet. it just it just doesn't happen
1: no, they're, they're like you there might be some out there, maybe, but I don't know of them. Like there, there might be like, there might be a band that's super smart. I mean, like there's
0: moments where I'm like, oh, this sounds a little Anthraxy, or this sounds a little Megadeth-y or this sounds a little little bit like,
1: uh... But it's it's so talented, like it's not for very long. But it's
0: like, it's a, it's a fleeting, it's a fleeting bit or it's just a feeling I get where it's just, it's it's just a part of the style, but they're not biting anybody else's shtick. Yeah. And they're not, they're not riding it.
1: Yeah. And,
0: like, so for anybody to listen to it you just know like this is this is a, a band that is legit good yeah it doesn't matter if they're christian if they're secular if they're swinglian buddhist i don't know whatever
1: if if you know music even a little bit you'll listen to them like especially if you know music yeah. like if you have an idea of how hard it is to drum how hard it is to put these chord progressions in this order in the way that they did that you're going to be like oh this is this is quite good Oh
0: yeah. Like I I really think like of in that early 90s they could have held their own with the best of the best in the metal sphere. Yeah. Like but they m- musically like on point.
1: But they were were um unapologetically Christian in the way that they handled themselves and how way that they they, did, they they worked. But simultaneously they were so Christian that they even the Christian crowds couldn't handle them sometimes cuz they they make fun of Church music, and they're like, "No, you, you you sell out for music." They yeah. they were calling people out <laughs> for selling out for for worship or uh, church music, and he's like, "No, for me it's three hundred beats per minute." And it's like,
0: "Ah." Oh, what is that? The one song there, besprinkled besprinkled in scarlet horror. Yes, uh, that's off of uh, I think their two thousand album, "A uh, Microscopic View of the a Telescopic, telescopic realm. realm. Yeah, yeah, that's such a great line. It's <sighs> like you say this music beckons evil spirits. You know, but I care I, not what you call I it. I care not what you call it to me, me. It's 300 just three hundred beats, beats per minute, minute of Tabbage of tablature and strumming. <laughs> like it's yeah. like uh. it yeah, it's just a song where they just wanted to say to the Christian folk, it's like, no, this isn't evil. It's just notes played really fast. <laughs> like and... like really like I I honestly I've heard I've literally heard preachers say to me. Like that, drums are evil (laughs) because, because in Africa, because the things in Africa, or the fact that, like, you know, they would say something like, It uh,
1: look at how it rouses you
0: up and it gets you working. Like, you ever get that one where people tell you, Oh, you're the Bible? The Bible never says we're supposed to worship God to a beat, the Bible says, The Bible says melody and harmony. That's it. That's it. So, their music only a cappella. Uh, yeah. Maybe a, uh, uh, maybe uh but at the same if time, it, that doesn't. G- at the same or, time, that or or doesn't, that doesn't make sense. All music has a beat. Yes. All music has a time signature. Even if you're, str- even if you're playing a piano, you know what a piano is? It's a percussion instrument <laughs> where <laughs> nice. a hammer hits a
1: string. <laughs> it's, it's technically <laughs> a percussion stringed instrument. Yeah. yeah. It is a, <laughs> it's not a violin. No, no, it's not. a. It's, it's not a percussion a, instrument. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's just like you know, just if 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 you think drums are evil, I hate to say it, but fuck you. <laughs>
1: yeah, you have you have some. Well, they're not listening. Anyone who thinks drums are evil haven't made it this far into our podcast. <laughs> oh,
0: I know. Sorry, I got riled up there. Yeah. Can dial it back.
1: All right. <laughs> so, yes, like I said, this guy was very smart, and. No one really knew he was like, people knew he was sick. If you were paying attention, I wasn't paying attention. He was one of the guys I always admired, but I don't have Twitter. I don't do a whole lot of social media and I'm not in his inner circle. I heard that his wife put it out four months earlier that he had this uh, thing. And yeah, before long he passed away. But,
0: but that's the thing, like you and me, for the most part, we admire people's work. We're not simping for them on, on social media. Yeah. Like there's, there's nobody who, like. There's we're no, not,
1: we're, we're, not riding their dick. Like yeah. I don't care who like, it is, I'm not riding their dick. There's no
0: blue check marks on Facebook or Twitter or anything like that, that I'm like, oh, I need to see what they're up to today. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, heck, most of the, most of the things that I really admire don't have much for Facebook presence. Let's yeah. be honest. <laughs> and, I, and I, like I wait to find out about music that they're dropping or material oh, yeah. they're releasing. And then I'm like, now I'm excited. Yeah. Like, you know, like Megadeth, they just released an album here, uh, earlier this week.
1: Yeah. I. Did you know it was coming? Did not, yes, I did. I knew, okay. it, I, yeah, I knew, it was knew it
0: was coming because Mustaine popped up on Rogan's podcast. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, and it was talking about the new album. I'm like, oh, sweet. I went and was like, oh, there's some singles here. They're pretty good. And then the album dropped. But like up, up till that happened, the only time I ever thought about the band was when i felt like listening to their old music. Yeah. It's not like i was like, oh man, i i want to go i want to go read Mustaine's thought on the Middle East <laughs> <laughs> or you know like random crap like he, that like and whatever, he would have
1: a good thought. He, I got a probably lot of respect would. For but the but guys. whatever
0: whatever is just going on in random celebrities' day-to-day lives. Don't give they, a fuck. It doesn't exist to me. Yeah. It's but when their body of work comes up, i'm like, now i'm excited, well, waiting for it to drop.
1: Well, there are many bands that have been coming out with some new albums, like uh, Demon Hunter came out with a new one. That's not out yet. Oh, it's not out yet. You're right. I think You're it's right. out tomorrow. You're right. They've the been releasing after. like many well, if, signal, so, singles. Not
0: tomorrow for you guys listening to this, it'll be September 9th, or sorry, yeah, September 9th, I think. Yeah, that'll is be. Is it, when it drops. So new today, Demon yeah. Hunter.
1: Wow. Uh, Becoming the Archetype just Becoming the one. Archetype just dropped one. I heard Maylene's going to be dropping one soon. Yeah.
0: Soulfly just did one.
1: Soulfly did one. Yeah. Oh, Wow. Uh, I've heard of the, I haven't heard those guys in forever. Uh, Megadeth just put one out. Like There are these guys that are coming out with new ones. Yeah, there's actually a lot of good it. ones happening this year. I don't know why, but uh, Megadeth is one of those bands that, even if I don't like their latest, like um, one of their more recent one, uh, Antiseptic be- Bloodbath, I was so excited for tourniquet? it. Yeah, tur- tourniquet? Yeah, Tourniquet. When Tourniquet put out the new Antiseptic Bloodbath, I was, I was so excited, a little disappointed. Uh it just wasn't quite and then there was another one, uh See they've done Onward to Freedom.
0: They they've done three in I guess in the last ten years. There was Antiseptic Blood Bloodbath, then uh, there was Onward to Onward Freedom. Freedom, which was less of an album and more of like a, a compilation. It, it was almost like you know how like T V shows used to have variety hours? Yeah. <laughs> where they were like, Let's bring on this guy. Like it was it was Ted under the tourniquet name. Yes. Writing music, and then every song had a different different, a different like celebrity guest singer or guitar player, but every song had a different singer, oh yeah, and it was more or less his passion project to raise some money for a charity that he yeah. was involved with like that it it was that more than and it was an album
1: and it and that's fine. I was never I wasn't mad at so it, after but that I didn't after that they it. had
0: another real album called Gazing at Medusa,
1: oh yes, yes, yes.
0: Which yeah. was not bad. My only problem with that one was, like, at Luke Esther, the longtime singer for the band since, like, 95, Yeah, had stepped away. Uh, and then they replaced him with a singer that I cannot stand <laughs> named Ripper
1: Owens. Ripper Owens? Uh, again, I, like, <clears throat> later work, okay, So kind of tuned out a lot of.
0: So, again, like, this speaks to the like, the scene influence of Tourniquet, right? Yeah. Because Ripper Owens sang for fucking Judas Priest and Iced Earth. All right. Like, he he came in to replace Rob Halford. <laughs> like, like, that's... But at the same time, I'm like, there's just a quality about his voice that just always rubbed me raw. Yeah. And it was no different in, in the new stuff. Like, I know he hits notes and hits them good, if not better than the singers that he's replacing. Yeah. But just something about the vibe i don't dig yeah and that so that ruined that album for me more or less but the music was top notch another major major guy so since uh about 2003 tourniquet he always brought on marty friedman to do guitar seal to do guitar solos marty friedman was the lead guitarist for the best years of megadeth oh yeah and Every time he pick, you know, he starts playing like you, the song elevates like amazing that he could get a guy like that to play on every single one of his albums. Yeah. Just cause. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. The best guitarist from the thrash metal in the, in, in the nineties, you know, like, he's like yeah, he's, he's, he's just be... a buddy of mine. He's going to pop on the album and, uh, and, and, and rip, you know, six or seven amazing solos off. All right. <laughs>
1: Just, just because. Yeah.
0: So like, while nobody's ever heard of this band. Yeah. It, you know, unless you're like a metal nerd like I am. Yeah. <laughs> but like, that is just the scope of the size of influence that, and respect.
1: That, that he draws, that the respect that he draws from fellow musicians. They, they may not care for his, his, his stand on a lot of things, but they're like, no, your music. Yeah. I'm down. Like, yeah. Can it, I please play over this? Can I, I think I got something for that. I had a buddy who, uh, the guy, Kirk, uh, Kirk, who did our music for our intro. He's like, Kirk yeah, the Riffer Wells. That's right. He actually sent me some of the stuff. He showed it to his buddy and his buddy was like, hey, can I add something to it? And his buddy was doing some stuff and it sounded so good. And it got me excited for what our intro became because just hearing it bit by bit being brought mm-hmm. together and then hearing other people add on to it and change. I'm like, Oh, it's so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was, it, Oh, we still got to have that guy on. I, we intend on having you on Kirk. We do. Uh, but summer is hell. Yeah. <laughs> that's going
0: to have to be a winter project. <laughs> that's
1: a winter project. And, uh, the time
0: change will be less too.
1: Oh yeah, that's right.
0: Cause we don't change time. Everybody else does. So yeah. in the winter, we, we are closer in time to the East Coast.
1: Nice. So we're gonna have you on, and it will be less of you staying up till three in the morning, because you will be staying up till three in the morning. So, so musically, there are bands putting stuff out right now that just gets me so excited. And I had a little inkling of oh, maybe Tourniquet will be putting some out too. Oh, and then but the thing is, a, they
0: I, I know they were working on something. Uh, he yeah. was working on something. And I, I just I don't know if it's ever gonna see the light of day.
1: Yeah, well I
0: don't know how far along.
1: Norm McDonald's was working on something too, and he's like, "Do you know what? I'm gonna fucking <laughs> put it out, anyways." And it was unpolished, unfinished uh, work that he did. Like he literally sat in front of a, um, a a computer screen and did his whole show. Yeah. And it wasn't polished. It wasn't perfect. It wasn't even like it was. It was good. It has it had its parts, but. <sighs> It wasn't...
0: I know. But, I mean, like, that's one thing, though. Like, sickness diminishes you. Oh, yeah. Like, I, and I, it sucks to say, but it doesn't matter who it is. Like, when you see them when they're in the throes of, like, a serious illness... Yeah. They're not them at their best self. Yeah. Like, you may see glimpses of, like, oh, there was a little bit of the old norm there. Yeah. Or you may see, like, uh, you know, even with, like, my grandpa or something like that, like, just as he got sicker, like, you could tell... Like that, that life force, you know, within him was already out the door before, yeah. before the machine turned off.
1: Well, the, the spirit was dwindling, right? Yeah. It was, yeah. And it's, it's, it's not to rip on him, of course. No, but not at all. I mean, that'll happen to me. hmm But so. I'm going to go out in the blaze of glory and on my motorcycle, I don't know, probably not. My wife hopes not anyways. She...
0: <laughs> oh, I know that was actually, my wife and I had had a
1: huge fight about my, my inevitable death once. Why don't they like it? Why don't they get? Like, I know they are totally fine with death unless it's to their love. Like to, no, you're not allowed. Yeah, you're, like, I'm like I, we have great life insurance. I, You'll I, I heard, be fine. I, heard a,
0: I heard a story of somebody like dying in a storm because like I mean he was he was a senior citizen, you know, and they were they were getting attacked by a hurricane, and their boat was out on their dock, yeah. and he went to go he went to go tie it off, but he wound up passing. Like you know this. It was a stupid decision, but, yeah,
1: and, you know, it and, happened. Yeah. But at the
0: same time, guy lived a long life, was yep. at the end of it, yep. and he went out on his terms trying to save something he loved and yep. didn't have to spend like 10 years of like gradual crippling decline oh, <laughs> or, su- or suffering and dying at the end of like with somebody cleaning his ass yeah, or, you know, like, you know, losing all his teeth and, and drinking... Drinking steaks through a tube, yeah. Like, is that how you want to go? Like, and so I said, like, it's like honestly not not that bad way to go. Yeah. As like, I think you know when when I go, I hope that it's kind of an epic moment like that. And my wife was so pissed at me. Really? Oh, like she was like, no, don't you wish that? Like, <laughs> what? She's like, no, like you need to be around every second possible that you can. <laughs> It's <laughs> like, so you would rather me like spend five years
1: Like shitting yourself and you wiping my ass because you're gonna you are like oh Yeah, the like, two. like
0: basically being like a waste of human space just to have that extra time, yeah. <laughs> it's like no I don't I don't want that. Why? She's like, well you better cause that's how you're gonna go. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> she starts poisoning you. Well no, because that'll end it quicker than it All otherwise right. would. She wants me to just just, just have as as long a life as possible, even if that end of it is and, awful.
1: And then as soon as you die you die, she just grabs a gun, it's like that's it. I don't know. <laughs> like, the same it time. sounds like it.
0: Yeah, I I was <sighs> thinking like that is not that that's, is not how I want my end to be. Yeah.
1: I okay. So I often think about end of life stuff and just because I find it very interesting. Yeah. Um and I even thought about, hey, what if we live to be like a thousand? And <laughs> quality of life for how long? And I think if your last a hundred years was at the same level of uh, of depreciation as your last we'll say five years of life where you're just you're just there. Yeah. And you it was like your your body is there, but you're not. You're not able to move, you're not able to run, you're not able to Enjoy the time that you have, if your life is anything like that. I'm like, I would almost assist. I, I would um be okay with assisted suicide at that point. I'd be like, it's either this or this for a hundred years. Come on, like of the two. But uh, yeah, end of life. So like at that
0: point, you just gotta start like doing more cool shit. Yeah, <laughs> just, and just hoping one of them
1: ends you. <laughs> I was talking to a guy last night, and he's like, "Dude, we only get one body. You might like, you're gonna die." Enjoy the shit out of your. Well, he didn't say shit or any of that stuff, but he's like, enjoy your body while you still have it. And he's like, he's like, yeah, you're gonna have sore knees. Yeah, you're gonna be tired and everything's gonna be broken. But one day you'll be dead, so don't worry about that right now. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's why I ride a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. That is why I ride it. I've got a martial arts tournament coming up. Yeah, and I'm you're just gonna like, go, you're gonna fuck go, yeah. T- people are trying to gonna rip your head off for fun. Yeah, and and I'm I'm super excited because I mm-hmm. hadn't done it. What, seven years since I trained or whatever? Oh, it's got to be longer than it's that. It's got to be lo- since I trained. So I've had a few matches here and there, but mostly like just for fun. Well, well, when's, just the last, when,
0: when's the last time you did like a sustained?
1: Oh, it's got to be 10 years since I actually went and trained consistently. Well, wait, let me see here. Gideon's 10.
0: Mm, I cornered you in a fight nine years ago.
1: Okay. Oh, 2012. So yeah, it would have been nine years because after that I pretty much folded yeah. it. Uh, yeah, that
0: was, that was the last. That's right. Yeah. That was right before, no, that was, that was after Gideon yet.
1: Yeah. After Gideon, cause your wife watched him in the hotel and we mm-hmm. went and had fun, which I don't know who had more fun. I thought we, we did. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, but yeah. But I mean, I mean, at that point though, you had another kid on the way. We had another, yeah,
1: we did have another kid on the way and then, uh, yeah, life happens, you know, time for that shit. So anyways, so I started training jujitsu again and buddy calls me up. He's like, hey. Do you, or didn't call me, he texted me, he's like, Hey, do you want to join this tournament? And I'm like, Dude, I, I've been you know, he's seen me. I, I got the opportunity to uh, lock a choke in and I think he was just you ever feel like somebody just gives just it to nice. you? just just being nice and giving you the chance and trying to, you know, make you feel good about yourself? That's and, such a weird thing. You go to get somebody and they're like, you know what, I feel like being nice to you choke me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I gotta buy dinner first. Um <laughs> And so yeah, I did all right. I've been doing okay. I've still got a few moves in my back pocket and I've got a i have got i got my uh anyways, and he's like, Hey, you wanna come into this tournament? And I'm like, how do you, how do you think I'll do? He's like, what are you floating at? One sixty five? And I'm like, I don't know. So I went and weighed myself. And this is in the afternoon and usually a little bit heavier in the afternoon. And uh yeah, I weighed at one sixty three, fully dressed. I'm like, Yeah, Dang. let's fucking do it.
0: <laughs> oh man, you are Almost exactly 100 pounds lighter than I am. Really? Yeah.
1: That's funny. That's odd. Mostly because I asked him, I'm like, is is there a smaller weight division? I'm pretty sure I could get down to 155. If I needed to, Mm -hmm. I could cut to 155. And he's like, it's 165 and under. I'm like, oh, so I'll be at the top of the i'll be at the top of the weight class i'll just i'll just stick at this point so i might just need to hop on their scale just to make sure that i'm not skewing my numbers but yeah yeah, yeah. so um, i'm gonna be hopping in a tournament again and seeing how i do he says he's pro- he he's confident i'll walk away with hardware but i don't know i'm i'm very out of practice i just i'm just gonna choke as many people as i can and go from there just have a good time not even yeah i'm excited anyways As we were talking about. But that's living life. It's living life. Yes. Riding motorcycle, getting into jiu-jitsu, which is folding laundry.
0: do the crap you're
1: passionate about as long as you can. Yeah. And I think that's something Ted did. He did Mm -hmm. it as long as he could. Now, he died of a certain disease. And we're going to, um, forgive me for getting this wrong, because (laughs) I'm going to say it wrong because I don't speak Latin idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis.
0: Now, if you know tourniquet at all, you would easily mistake that for one of their oh, song titles.
1: <laughs> so much. It's been
0: said. It's, it's, it's the first thing I thought of when I heard of it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and you're not the only one. It's like, it, it's got the lilt and everything, like pathological oct- Pathological idiopathic. Ocular Dissonance. Like, that's the song title. The that's net.
1: right. That is one of their songs, and it's, it's something about blindness. But mm-hmm. Idiopathic Pulmonary Fibrosis. So what happens is it's a scarring of the lung uh, that makes it harder and harder to breathe. So imagine as you breathe in and out, it uh, it, it damages your lungs because you're not able to recover or whatever. Yeah. And
0: was it? Are you sure he suffered from that? It wasn't uh, spectrophomic dementia? Yeah. <laughs> What about what about gelatinous tubercles of purulent ossification? <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, ruminating virulence.
1: So I'm just I'm just reading Tourniquet I know, song I titles. Just, now. I was just waiting for you to say Ark of Suffering. <laughs> just, are you sure it wasn't Ark of Suffering? <laughs> uh, oh. yes. So yeah, IPF. We're just going to call it IPF. So he dies of the thing that literally causes your lungs to scar and not be able to absorb oxygen. And it, it starts with a, a a cough and then you're on oxygen. And uh, yeah, and it does sound, if you know him, he would have wrote a song about it. Yeah, it, 100%. Because.
0: Like I he didn't just write songs with fancy sounding medical terms, just yeah. just to prove how <laughs> look how superior how uh, nimble yeah. his diction is or how great his uh diction, yes, <laughs> my <You> diction's
1: just... <laughs> pretty nimble too. <laughs> I love how you use a complicated word to say <laughs> uh, what's uh, now? I can't even think of the smart way of saying it. Vocabulary. He's, he's good at saying complicated he's saying, words. He's good at saying
0: big words. But he would take these medical terms <laughs> and he would find some kind of spiritual allegory to fit it or metaphor to fit it. Yeah. You know, and and, and usually it was like on point. very elegant and on point. Yeah. And like, so in the spirit of that, like thinking of this uh, this this lung issue he had. So basically it's this, type of disease that scars your lungs and the more you breathe the more your lungs scar so the more you seek air the less air you can get until you die and so if i was living in ted's head it was going to transform this into a metaphor i would say something like sin is like this disease what, what is it
1: called again idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis yes yeah. so, i said it without looking at the thing boom. so ah. sin is
0: like idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis in that once it infects you it's like the more you do it, the more it harms you, Yeah. the, the more it builds in you. It cuts off your life source. Exactly. So when you're breathing of that source, when you're breathing sin, it is like suffering from this from this disease until the point where it utterly consumes you to the point where you are stuck in, in you're, you're doomed.
1: Yeah. Could you, okay, I'm... Um. It's a little morbid. He just died. I know. I love and respect the guy. Could you imagine being his doctor? Going to him It's like, all right, Ted, I have some horrible news. And he's like, oh, what do I got, doctor? I've got this horrible cough. It's like you have something called idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis. And the doctor's like, he's like, sorry, say that again. Uh huh. I, I, no I can see him he's just like,
0: like <laughs> tapping away on, on the drums, like trying to figure out the beat to go with that word. Just yeah. writing things. Down. Are you taking this seriously, Ted? You're gonna <laughs> die. Yeah, 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 whatever. Like, we're talking.
1: you imagine?
0: It's like, tell me the details. Like, how would this apply? How would this apply to your life if I was your youth pastor? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm gonna one up it just a fucking little bit. Let's say, hypothetically, it's possible he did do that. And the, the, the forgotten album that we're talking about that's unpolished is going to be called that. And he's like, I wrote my death down.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. That would be fantastic. Wouldn't it be
1: so good?
0: Your final album is titled after... Idiopathic Pulmonary Fibrosis. <laughs> titled after either your chronic terminal disease. <laughs> metal as
1: oh so metal and he would i i believe he would his wife would be like fucking stop <laughs> <laughs> oh i hope he, I, I i know it's not possible well it's possible but i know it's not likely but i really hope i hope upon hope that this is the way it plays out <laughs> oh that's so funny so if you haven't stopped this already and and gone and listen to it. I really hope you guys do. I hope you guys. Yeah.
0: So we're gonna we're gonna do something that we shouldn't do, but we're gonna do it anyway.
1: Yeah, uh, we might have to edit the <coughs> shit out of this afterwards, and you may never get to hear this. <laughs> you you part. may
0: never get to hear this because it may get pulled. But we're going to we're gonna try and put a little bit of tourniquet music in to play out the show in place of our normal intro outro music. Yeah. Uh, just to give you a little taste. And that way of you could... of, uh, of songs that. You know, are on the top of Mike and I's list.
1: Yeah, they are ones that really stood out to us because, as when I heard that he passed, I went through a um, a little phase of I'm going to download all their shit because we can do that now. Isn't that a ble- unbelievable?
0: We can just download. I know to think I spent all that actual money thousands on tourniquet
1: upon thousands of dollars on CDs, and now you can just download them all for. Five bucks a month or yeah. ten bucks a
0: month. I pretty much bought every one of their albums up to Moth and Rust. Yeah. No, and, and up to Antiseptic Bloodbath.
1: Oh yeah, I I think you bought that one for me one time too. No, no, you bought me the Living Sacrifice album one time. You're like, Hey, I heard you wanted this and you gave it to me. I remember that. But uh Yeah.
0: Back when CDs were a thing. <laughs> Back when CDs now, were a now thing. Now we just randomly scroll through Spotify or iTunes, mm-hmm. oh, music. I like that one. We've we've devalued music so much.
1: Oh yeah, they are not doing as well. That's why artists have to do so much more. That's why where they're doing the singles and all this stuff because they're like, hey, if
0: touring want... until their bones <laughs> are dust. <in> and <laughs> I'm I'm playing metal touring live until I'm a hundred because <laughs> it's the only way for me to. <laughs> I have to pay my metal go bills.
1: 100. <laughs> uh, so like we said. We have nothing but love and respect for this artist. But this is how we show Doesn't love. It, we rip on people. And we do. We do. I'm like, some people are going to be like, why are you laughing so much during your tribute? <laughs> All right. And there's something else. I would, we uh, We don't make content off of tragedy. Like, if there's something that happens, we don't just make content Yeah, on if it.
0: there's, like, say, a school shooting or something like that, we are resisting the urge to do a hot take because we don't want to... We
1: don't want to be that guy. I don't I don't want to be that guy. The guy who's like, oh, yeah, we, got to, we have our opinion. Killing's bad.
0: Quickly get content out while it's still a hot topic. More people
1: will listen to your podcast. We're nearly a month behind on Ted Kirkpatrick because we wanted to have our buddy come on, which I still want to have Gabe on. Maybe for something yeah. else.
0: One of, one of our buddies that is a huge,
1: huge Sharnika fan, but yeah. he lives far away and we weren't willing to wait that long because you're heading out of town. I've got to go to this funeral next weekend and it's just like, no, we're not going to, we can't wait that long. Not all of our, our wishes come life. true. No.
0: As that uh, that's just, if if you take anything away from this episode, make, make it that. Not all your wishes come true. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, you will die painfully alone
0: <laughs> from some kind of rare lung disease <laughs> that people will write songs about, but not because of your your great valiance, but just because of how cool to do it with sounds.
1: You. I oh, I don't know why I hope so much that he was writing his own death song. <sighs> Maybe it's just my I'm imitating Mormon. life,
0: imi- imitating art. It's like a turducken of irony. <laughs> Oh, all right. All right let, let's wrap this sucker up. Um, uh, we're going to play two clips, uh, or sorry, a clip of, of two songs, one from you, one from me. Yours is called?
1: Uh, oh, Vanishing Lessons? Yeah. Yes, Vanishing Lessons and his is In
0: Mine is Healing Waters of the Tigris, uh and I'm going to put together a Spotify playlist of tourniquet music and uh share it on our Facebook page
1: and our Instagram and all that stuff and and you'll be able to find it on yeah. Spotify cuz But uh, great.
0: seriously though, like go like go listen to their music and their platforms. We're not trying to make money off of this if you're listening. Or, oh, Like internet Please. overlords,
1: we're making we're zero we're, money. we're
0: trying to we're trying to give flowers and I, and uh, send people expose people to some some awesome stuff.
1: We're pushing them towards you. Yes, we're making zero. I I, I, I can't reiterate this enough. We, we buy make our own nothing. beer. We buy our own alcohol. <laughs> we buy our own mics. No one is profiting. We're not profiting other other people's art here. Nobody.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> internet overlords. Stop you it. Hear that. So with that, I think the best thing to say to y'all is God bless and they'll be in it.